All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac Podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. Of course, on Facebook Live, on 1010's Facebook Live. Good morning, Facebook. And, of course, streaming on the relevant app when the Catching Up with Tommy Mac vibe. Thank you all for checking that out. And as I was just saying to the people on the app, that if you download the free app, and uh, go join the Jaguars Fanatics vibes vibe. I do contribute to that uh, uh, weekly, including pregame shows and something during halftime. Uh, and then make a bold prediction about the game. And you could win a Trevor Lawrence jersey if that bold prediction comes true. My bold prediction was that the defense gets five sacks. Yeah, that's bold. <laughs> I don't know if they've ever done that. I think the highest is three in a game, but they've got to get to Geno Smith. All right, so here's the deal. Um, Geno Smith is is he's a suitable quarterback. Obviously, he's good enough to be a backup. He's good enough to uh, help you at least uh, you know perform fairly well. Uh, he's got athletic skill. There's no doubt. He's been in the league a long time, so he's seen a lot. Uh, but he's not Russell Wilson. You know, if Russell Wilson was playing this game, he'd probably be on the back end of an ass whooping. To be honest with you, I mean that that probably is going to happen. I I still don't see how we're going to cover down. Uh, I don't see how you're going to cover Lockett uh, or DK Metcalf. Um, you know Everett, the tight end. I'm not too concerned about him, but the way the tight ends roam free in our defense, you got to be concerned with any uh, tight end. Of course, he was the the free agent. They're banged up in uh, on the line. Uh, three guys are listed as questionable, including left tackle Dwayne Brown. Um, you know, their running backs are hurt. Um, Rashad Penny got some action last week, not didn't do much. Alex Collins, you probably never heard of him. Uh, he took over for Chris Carson. So uh, you know, look, they're they're beat up. They're beat up. They need a victory. Uh, they're waiting for Russell to come back. They don't know when that is. Uh, until then, he'll continue to play with his imaginary friends on Sunday before the game actually starts, which he's got a lot of them. He's got a lot of them. He talks to a lot of people. Um, no doubt about it. Breaking his own huddle. I love it. I love it. But, you know, look, on paper, yeah, we should win. You know, I thought that last or two weeks ago against the Dolphins. I, You know, on paper, we should beat them. And we did. Um, not that impressed by it. But at the same time, they got a victory. So we'll take it. I tell you, I mean, look, this. what's realistic? You got 11 games left. What's realistic? They're not going to go 500. But I think they could win four four games. Maybe five. Five, out, five and six, it's still less than 500. Obviously, you can't get the 500 with 11. It's an odd number, but you know what I'm saying. Get close to that. Will they win six out of the 11? Five out of the 11? Four out of the 11? I'm going four right now. You never know, though. Get on a run. Things start clicking. Defense plays better. I heard Joe Cullen, defense coordinator, you know, I, it's funny. I don't. I wonder if the coordinators like talking to the media. I wouldn't. You know, I don't think they should. Just let the head coach handle the media. That's all. All you need. You know, why do you need to talk to the coordinators? They're busy. They're game planning. You know what? What? What do you got to hear from them that you can't hear from the head coach? So I never. I'm not a big fan. I know they got to do it. It's part of their job now. They've got to make themselves available. But I don't understand. It. Like I don't I mean maybe it's cuz I'm a former player but who I don't 
I want to hear from the head coach. I want to hear what it, what, what's next. Special teams coordinator is going to get a press conference every week. Talk about how great his kick, the kicker's swing looks. And, man, the snap's coming back nice. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? What do you think? What's up? Uh, I was going to say, I think. Did you go out last night? I did not. No? No. Do I look rough? No, but you should be. You're, how old are you, 23? You got to go out on Thursday night. It's the best night to go out, man. Happy hour all the way through. Well, here's the thing. Normally on Thursday nights I would, Yeah. but but I got Florida Georgia tomorrow, baby. Okay, so what are you, saving up? Saving up, baby. Come on. Tomorrow's a 24-hour Dude, you're 23. Event. You should be able to go seven nights in a row, no problem. I can, but should I? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Should you? I love it. Yes, you should. I'll about, be down about, there Saturday. It's, hey, about, listen, you're not in this market. If you're not in it and right. you've never been to Florida, Georgia, it's oh my goodness. rocking. Dude, rocking. Best, best event in Jacksonville of the year. Uh, oh, no doubt. No, and and it, I don't even think it's particularly uh, TPC is pretty good, too. I got to give TPC you're, you're right, pretty you're good. Right, I gotta, right. that's, but uh, you're right. For a one-day event. And actually, it's been all week. I've been at I've been I've been at uh, Rivers uh, RV City a couple times already. Oh yeah, been the Wild Bills. Oh yeah, like pool of Wild Bills the other night. Wasn't that wild? But it's still wild. I got a I got a buddy that lives across the St. Johns on the yeah. water. Oh nice. So we're getting after it on his dock cool. and then boating over. Oh nice. It's perfect. It literally the perfect setup. It's a great it's a great time of year, no doubt about it. Of course, uh, uh, the Gators and the Dogs hundredth time I think they've gone at it. This is a long standing yeah. rivalry, man. Long standing, and you never know what can happen. So hopefully your team wins, whoever that is, on Saturday, and then your Jags win. Nice that it's a late kickoff, four oh five. I'm liking that. That'll be cool. Um, you know, look at some other games and and check it out around the the AFC South. Tennessee and Indiana are playing. Uh, Indianapolis, um, Indy. You know, I'm going with Tennessee. Tennessee's they're they're rolling. Oh right yeah, now. Tennessee's oh, yeah. rolling. Uh, Rams at Houston, of course, the Rams. Houston's still struggling. Uh, I also thought a big game, uh, New England at the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to win that one at home. I think the the New England's going to suffer the loss. But it should be a great weekend of sports and great weekend of football. I know high school as well. Um, it's just a great time of year, of course, with Halloween, middle of the fall, change of seasons, et cetera, et cetera. We're getting close to the holidays. Just a great, great time of the year. But look, if I'm Joe Cullen, and I know, you know, he talked about playing zone. I'm like, that's be, that's because you don't want you guys getting beat deep. I, I get that. But if if you don't get to the quarterback, zone doesn't work. Because there's always a hole in zone. I don't care what zone coverage you're talking about. There's always a hole. Because guys change zones and they're open. It's hard to – and when you're man, it's different. You got your man, you're going man to man. When you're in a zone, you're like – this guy's coming this way. This guy's coming that way. I got to figure that out and and be on it. And if there's no pressure, if that quarterback can just sit there and make throws, he'll find the pockets. There's always a pocket hole, if you will. Well, I was going to say that's the whole reason you have multiple zones in the first place, right? If you had a zone defense that covered everything, you just run that every play. But well, you, you, yeah, you but, run. But, but even with it, it, it wouldn't work because you can't, especially with well, crossing right, right. patterns. They which just is, it's hard to do. Right, which is why, like, like between cover two, cover three, cover four, you run that zone based on what you think they'll run. But to your point, if you don't get to the quarterback, eventually they're going to get to that matter. soft spot anyway. It's not going to matter. Now, you could do cover two press, you know, get your corners up on them. But look, you watch what DK did to Lattimore last week. And overall, he did, Lattimore did fine. He got beat on the big one. But overall, they, you know, I think he only had two catches that night one was that one right yeah the big one but other than that it wasn't like dk metcalf went off but 
if you're going to press him, who are you pressing him with? I mean, I think he'll throw Griffin around like a child, like he's just not big enough. You know, Tyson Campbell, maybe, but Tyson ain't going to make any plays on the ball. So I don't know. I think you got to mix up. I, I would do this, and I know that's a little far-fetched, but I would do it. I would put eight in the box, and I would mix it up. I wouldn't do it all the time. But a lot of times, I'd say, all right, fellas, we are getting to the quarterback while we stop the run. That's our mentality. We're going to suffocate Geno Smith. We're going to force him into bad throws. We're not going to give him time to throw. Because I don't care what you think about Geno Smith. If you give him time and he doesn't have any pressure, he will beat you. Period. They got enough weaponry. They got a decent enough offensive line, although they've given up 23 sacks. I'll go through the stats. I, lo- I do like comparing. I'll, I'll go through it again. But you know, if, if he has time, forget about it. You, even if you shut down their run. And he has time. Geno Smith can still beat you. Now, that doesn't mean our offense can't beat their defense by a ton and outscore them. But at the end of the day, if our defense doesn't control that offense, they're not going to win the game. Easy, At least from my perspective. I feel good about our offense. I think Now, they have some players there. Bobby Wagner, one of the best linebackers in the game. Jamal Adams, one of the best safeties in the game. Uh, did you see who's starting a corner? Sidney Jones. The old Jag? That'd be fun for him. Hey, let's see what he can do. I mean, let's see what we can do against him. This is a revenge game for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Sidney Jones, Al Woods. Luton. Luton, yeah. Yeah, Luton Uh, coming off the bench, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Good coach. Al Woods, he he didn't really do much while I was here, but he's back there, and he's a decent player. uh, Quandre Diggs, another safety that's pretty good. And a guy named uh, Daryl Taylor, probably never heard of him. He's got four sex in the year. So, you know, it's not like they're not playing, you know, just playing uh, a bunch of, you know, if Russell's out there, they stink. No, they're they're very capable of beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you know what their mentality is? Letting them come in here and beat us. They got lucky with Miami. Miami's weak. We're not Miami. We're better. That's what they're thinking. We'll see if we can we can fix it. Um, but let, let's do the stat thing real quick because I always, I find it Interesting. I hope you do this too. Again, I look at points. I take both teams, offense and defense. Points, yards per carry, yards per attempt, third down percentage, fourth down percentage, turnover ratio, sacks, and tackles for loss. Why tackles for loss? It just shows if you're penetrating or not. Like if you're disrupting the backfield or not. That's all that means, which is important. Um, they uh, they they beat us in those categories from a uh, – from a, a, a defensive standpoint, they have more tackles for loss than us. That doesn't really tell us a ton. But let's go to the points. So points, uh, Seattle's offense scores 21.4 a game. Uh, Jags score 19.3. Uh, their defense up there in Seattle giving up 23 a game, and we're giving up almost 29. So it's, it's got to get better, right? There's too many points we're giving up. Uh, although our points has come down, of course, holding Miami to 20 uh, helps. Yards per carry. This is a big one now because we're averaging 5.2 yards per carry as an offense, and we're we're shutting down the opposing offense to 3.8 yards per carry. That's a huge win. They're at 4.4 and 4.2 offense and defense, respectively. What do you do with that? They're giving up 4.2. You're rushing 5.2. That's a yard difference for y'all those that are math challenged. So what do you do? You run the ball. You got to pound it. You've got to. Of course, you're gonna uh, keep the balance with with your tr- your star quarterback. But 
nonetheless, running game once again. Get James Robinson more touches. He's got to have it. Yards per attempt. Seattle. Now, here's interesting. So they're at 8.7, but Russell was at 9.6. And uh, and Geno's at 7.1. So he's not throwing the ball as much downfield or as far downfield. We give up nine yards per attempt. That's terrible. That means the quarterback sitting back there having time and making throws 9, 10, 12, 15, those kind of yards. Got to stop that. And we're at 6.8 as offense, so that's got to get better. It's getting better. It's getting better. I think last week was a, was a good show in there. Third down, uh, both offenses stink. They're at 31%. Terrible. Uh, their defense is better at 33.7, almost 34%. Look, I, I think I've told you before, the goal is one out of three on defense. And the goal on offense is two out of three. That's the goal. You don't always get there. Good defense is around 33. Good offense is around 40, 45. And we're at uh, 31 on offense. And then we're giving up 44, no, 43 and a half percent. So that's got to be better. Fourth down, which is, it's interesting. Fourth down is becoming more and more popular to go for it in this day and age. You know, back in the day, you barely went for it on fourth down. On occasion, maybe on a desperate, like you needed, you know, whatever. Today, it's like, yeah, no problem. Jags are 7 of 11 on fourth down. 11 times already they've gone for it on fourth down. That's a ton. But they're converting, so why not? I mean, depending on your field position, you go for it. And, you you know, again, set it up. Get the rubs going. Get some crossing routes. Make guys wide open. Put Agnew in the slot. Shoot, put James Robinson in the slot. See that catch he made against Miami? This thing of beauty. He was outside, ran the route, 10-yard catch, boom, right on the top. I mean, hello, let's do it some more. He's uh, he's that definitely. Ball, that ball had some heat on it, too. It had huge heat on mm-hmm. it, and he caught it like no problem. He's got soft hands. Uh, they equally, uh, let's see, they, they're 0-3 on fourth down. So, hey, we got something going there. Their defense gives up about 55%. So, I, I would say this. They're going to go for it on fourth down. The Jags will depending on field position, at least once, maybe twice, in my opinion. Sacks, uh, they've given up 23 sacks. Their defense has 13. Excuse me, our defense has 8, and we've given up 10, which is top 2 or 3 in the league. So, leakage last week in the second half. Got it? Can't have that. Um, But overall, you're running the game. The run game's extremely good. And you're one of the top in not giving up sacks. So, ladies and gentlemen, the offensive line has been a strong point this year. And we didn't think that going in. So, I got to give credit where credit's due. They did. And granted, they've had some injuries. Guys have stepped up and have played pr- pretty well. But you got to make sure that leakage stops. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. Sop it up. You know, whatever. You got to get rid of the, the leakage because uh, that'll, kill, that'll, that'll hurt you. And our quarterback can take it. A tough kid. Uh, but we got to fix that. We got to fix that. Uh, the biggest thing, really, and 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 look, it seems like we're talking about it every every week. Uh, you know why Kansas City's having a tough year? You know why? Because they're minus ten in the turnover ratio. You can't turn the ball over. You can't. We're minus ten as well. We're tied with Kansas City. Shocking, I know, but we are. Uh, you 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 can't turn and you got to create turnovers. One forced fumble all year. How many games? Six. How many plays on offense? 
would be conservative. 50. They do more like 60, 65. Let's just say 50. That's 300 snaps. Not only one forced fumble. You know what that tells me? Not hitting hard enough. Or you're not stripping. Or you're not focused on getting that ball out. I know everybody does the drills. Hold them up. Other guy rip it out. Or just knock knock them so hard it comes out. But that's concerning. One forced fumble by this defense, Jaguar defense, all season long. Not a good stat. That also tells me you're missing tackles. Missing tackles because yeah, good call. uh, If you if you're just if you're not missing tackles, every once in a while the ball carrier is going to be a little loose. Yeah, of course. Especially you know one like gets hit from one side, another guy hits it from the other. Like it's just going to happen every once in a while. Yep. That tells me that in the open field you're just whiffing. Yeah, and you got to go for the ball sometimes. I mean, you got to try to get the ball out. But negative ten, they're plus three, so they're doing fine. You know, look, Trevor's got what eight picks. What's he got? Eight picks? Ten picks? Eight. What's he got? I think he has eight picks and yeah. seven touchdowns. It's, yeah, that's it's, right. That's I think right. that's right. So, okay. We knew he was going to throw a lot of picks. But in the last three games, he only has one, I believe. Yeah. So it, it's definitely getting considerably better. Oh, he's he's good. I'm not, I'm not worried about Trev. Trev, Trev. I can call him Trev, right? Part of the hometown team. Trev. T-Law. Trev's. Whatever. Uh, I'm not worried about him. You know what I'm worried about. I'm worried about pass defense. Um, can they win this game? Yes. Should they? Yes. Are they going to? Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't think they were going to coming in this morning. But then we had a caller on the radio, and he reminded me of 1996 when we played Seattle here at home. And we had won three in a row. So I think we were... I don't know, six and five at the time, maybe? So or five and six at the time. This would tie. So no, maybe we were six and seven at the time. We were. And a win would get us to five hundred. That's what it was. And it was the third last game of the year, Sunday night football. And we had a goal line stand in the north end zone. First and goal from the one they had it. And we stuffed them four game four plays in a row. Myself and Brant Boyer and the crew, we did a great job, man. We shut their ass down. Chris Warren tried to run up the gut a couple of times. He tried to pass. Just disrupt. I mean, it, I'll talk about electricity. That's when we were sold out, 70-plus, 70 72-plus, 1,000 people. And then we had the goal line stand on Sunday Night Football. People drinking in this town all day long. And then that, holy cow, it was electrifying. So, with that being said, I'm going to say the Jags go out to Seattle and win, although I don't really believe this, but I'm going with my gut because I'm bringing the ghosts of 96 with them on the travel to Seattle to go kick their ass because that's what they have to do. Forget about getting better. Just kick the other guy's ass. It's a fist fight. You're fighting. Granted, it's not really, but it is. Mano y mano, I'm going to kick your ass. And here I come. So 20 to 13, Jags beat Seattle. Joe, just send the house to Geno. Send the house. Don't worry about getting beat. You're going to get beat. You're going to get beat whether you're in zone. You're going to get beat whether you're in man. So make him beat you. One of my biggest keys to victory, make Geno Smith beat you. I don't think he can. That'll do it for me this week, this time around. I'm catching up with Tommy Mac podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform, Facebook Live.
and of course on the relevant app. Don't forget, if you haven't downloaded the app, free download. You can join this vibe, my vibe, catch up with Tommy Mack. You can also join the Jaguars Fanatics vibe. And if you make a bold prediction and post it on that channel, on that vibe page, you'll be entered to win a Trevor Lawrence jersey. So check it out over at Relevant, R-E-L-E-V-N-T, Apple Store or Google Play. I hope you have a great weekend. Good luck to your teams in high school, college. Be safe out there if you go to Florida, Georgia. Hey, and if you see me and my wife walking around, say hello. I always love saying hi to the great Jacksonville people. Have a great day. We'll see you next time right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big ass thing and rock the masses from Madrid to Calabasas.